Welcome to the podcast, everybody. My name is Danny Cola. Thank you so much for tuning in. If this is your first time here, make sure to click the subscribe button in the corner so you're getting updates every time a new episode is uploaded. Today's episode features Bosnian singer Anela Palavra and music producer, mechanic, my best friend, Sobs the Machine. Sabri and I started this podcast two and a half years ago, and it was an amazing time to sit down and reconnect and see how everyone has evolved and thought process has changed over time. This conversation covers a wide range of topics like the mysteries of the cosmos. We talk a little bit about emotions, human interaction. We talk about love and having an elevated intention and emotion when it comes to living your truth and living your life. It was a great conversation. Uh, we talk a little bit about psychedelics. Surprise, surprise. So it was a fun conversation to have. Definitely, we talk very soulful. And um, maybe this is a podcast that will force you to think a little bit and maybe access a little bit of your higher potentials. I think that is what this podcast is about. So if you like what you hear today, make sure to share the podcast with somebody. Maybe give it a review and rate it five stars. That would be great. Let's connect on Instagram. As always, you can find me at Danny Cola Fitness. So without further ado, I hope you enjoy the podcast. Anela Palavra and Sobs the Machine. Here we go. So can you guys guess which country was voted the happiest country? Switzerland. No. It's gotta be Switzerland. No. Sweden. Uh, close, but no. Norway. No. Denmark. Hotter. Finland. Closer. Closer. Finland. 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 The Finnish. Finland. Nice. Finland wins a lot. Really? Happiest place on earth. It's weird because like they have like pretty significantly cloudy weather. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there, yeah. yeah, for sure. Right. We were watching. Uh, my wife and I were watching videos on where to travel because it's a it's important to us. We want to yeah. travel the world. I want to teach mace around the world, but at the same time, like, just see and immerse myself in different cultures. But we would look in Scandinavia because we want to go to Sweden and, you know, Norway, Finland, Iceland, and it's extremely beautiful up there. Mm. It's so fucking nice. Anyway, mm. I cut you off. I'm sorry about that. No, no, you're, you're good. That's that. That's it. It's the happiest place on earth. What, why? Because it's balanced is what. Yeah. They balanced have a balanced lifestyle. And harmony. Yeah, but Balanced like, lifestyle, no but, sun, like, but they have one of the body. highest rates of suicide. Isn't mm. that interesting? Super happy, that's, but they have. That's contradicting. Isn't okay. it? Because okay, they 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 tried to explain it like, the more pressure that you feel to be happy, the more it drives you Insane. to insanity or something. Because most people are happy, and then it makes the people who are sad much sadder. sadder. Ooh. Makes sense. Oh, I guess in a way. Yeah, that's so. There's weird. like a so huge you know as the, above, so below. You know which country <laughs> has the most, the highest suicide rate, or had? Japan. Close, had before, had previously. Now, uh, fucking close. Korea. Yes. I'm. I don't know, man. I don't know what it which is. Which Korea? Korea. South Korea. Uh, North Korea. I can't remember. Is it the, what well, the North, North Korea is. North Korea is the dictator. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one where it they can't... Be, yeah. Dude. So what do you guys think that's about? That, what, like, high, higher, our highest in the world, not by a little bit, but by a significant amount? Well, North Korea is... What do I think that's about? If Dude. it's North yeah, Korea? What, North like, Korea is under that fucking dictator, If it's North man. Korea, it's because, yeah, it's fucking... You Nazis. can't do anything. You can't do anything. You, can't, you don't have any freedom. You can't leave. You can't... You can't speak you can't truth. You can't go on the internet. 
Yeah. South Korea is more like open. They have their own approved websites and internet that only they can use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can't search the world. They don't know what's going on. Right. Yeah. Well, that would make sense. King Jong Un. You know what I'm saying? That's that's, well, that's all they know is that they gotta respect this ruler or you can't even travel into North Korea. Like right. you can take a small, you can take a people small can, train, but it's like from like Ru- some part in Russia, you can go into there. No, there's people that have traveled there, but it's like I don't know. It's one guy I saw on uh, YouTube, he was vlogging in North Korea, and he got caught a couple times with a camera, and they were gonna fucking put his ass in jail. Yeah, yeah. God forbid, smoking weed over there. Can't do that. Yeah, you probably. <laughs> when I did my podcast with my friend from Dubai, I was asking him if you get caught with weed in Dubai, do you get in trouble? Cut off your hand. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "I can say that." <laughs> he said that. Uh, he said that uh, you can get in trouble. He yeah. said that you can get in trouble. I mean, everywhere's got time. different laws, man. Why in America that's you can up. drive when you're 16? That's nowhere else in the world. It's way too young, in my opinion. Yeah, looking back. Yeah, I agree. You can now in Illinois, you can't buy cigarettes till you're 21, and you can't drink till you're 21. But at 18, you can serve in the army and shoot somebody, kill people, take another life. But you can't have a beer with your dad. But in everywhere else in the world, 18 is 18 for everything. 18 driving. 18, you know, it's like. But then again, it's like, is everything put on you too much at once? Like, hey, here's a license. Go drink. Go, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. No, I think, I, I, I definitely think 16 years old is very young. Can you imagine, like, going back to... I know. When I was seeing back, a 16-year-old, yeah. like, you're fucking 16. What the hell do you know? I saw it with my brother and sister. I'm like, Jesus. why are they getting their licenses? They're not ready. Yeah, but your, your brother, or your brother is an amazing driver, just like yeah, you he were. he is, but... This guy was in a... Like, I remember seeing him in eighth grade, backing out cars and sovereign motors. <laughs> And I was like, what is this son? What is he doing? He's like, yeah, I have to do this for my dad, you know. And he's driving. I'm like, I've never driven a car. I didn't even fathom driving a car at all. And this guy's backing out and doing all that stuff. I know. It's how you grow up. It's how you grow up. It's how you grow up. That's it. Sabri, take that car from the back. (laughs) Put it around. Yeah, we we, we grow up fast. Because in Europe, by 18, you got to be a man or married. Oh, this you concept know? of marriage. I love this. Okay, let's talk about this for a minute. Yes. <laughs> Why is there so much pressure to be married? Oh, it's such like an old school thing. That's that's the way they were brought up. Start a family. Yeah. Right, right. Which obviously is... It, it, sh- it should be in everyone's journey or path. I mean... Let's not, but... You know what I mean, but... but Hold on, time out. This marriage... Family, family is a beautiful thing, and I feel like it, if you're blessed if you get to experience it, right? Mm-hmm. So... That never happens for you. Like you'll do other things, but it's something that I would wish everyone could experience because that's the place where you'll find true love. You know what I mean? Yep. And so reproduction for sure. So yeah, but 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 why do people feel so anxious about it? That's the energy that I feel off like the collective in the world. There's this pressure on marriage, and if you're if you're not married, you're not stable or successful or normal. Yeah. It's like you need to be in a relationship or you need to be you, married. You in feel order. that here, like in this day and age? I feel that, especially maybe as a woman. Do you feel pressure to get married? But is that I because of your background, like our background? Uh, It's not a pressure that I feel. It's more of like a, um, uh, it's an energy, sort of like a nagging energy, sort of like mm. a, uh, I don't know. It, it, it's just, Do you it's feel not like... something that I want to feel um urgent about yeah, yeah you know what i mean yeah, yeah, because yeah. then i feel like i'll be pushing that thing yeah away. Yeah, yeah it's true because sometimes also, like i i get it because sometimes you'll be sitting there and you feel like 
not like a failure, but you feel like sometimes it nags at you, like, why should I be there? Why am I not there? Right. You know? Like a I lot of it. things yeah. in life. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. you can't compare yourself to people either, mm-hmm. but yeah, like a lot of things in life, for sure. But I, even I think... personally feel it heavy. Interesting. I, I think you feel it just because, like, of your background and where you come from. Because, like, in this day and age in America, I feel like people are way more Oh, my God. Do you know it. how many people at my work say they do not want kids or to ever be married? Yeah. It's interesting. Which is shocking to me, kind of. Me because too. to say that you don't want it, to say, like, if it happens or doesn't, whatever. Right. But to say that you do not want it. Mm-hmm. Like, what happened in your life? What? Ah, yes. <laughs> like, why do you feel that way? What know. makes you feel like you would want to reject this idea rather than just a, be open to whatever? There's a lot of people like that, though. I don't understand it. I don't understand the concept, but there are a lot of people. But that's because... Kind of let life flow, man. But you asked a really good question. Like, what happened in your life that you don't want to have kids? Like, that's the one thing right. that we want to do in this lifetime. That's the thing that we're fi- trying to, like, do all this for. Attract a mate, settle down, make to, money. To progress. To reproduce. It, to exactly, spread, and to spread progress society. Yeah. And to, to pass on our knowledge. Right. And to make the world right. a better place overall. Yeah, yeah. Do you think as it's, we go. Do you think it could be considered selfish? No. Here's what I really think it is on a really deep subconscious level. You ready? I feel like um, people have given up on the world, and they don't want to... They don't feel a biological need to bring more humans onto this. I earth. think there's some of that. I think there's a lot of. I think there's a lot of that. I think because thinking. like especially our generation, since technology progressed so quickly, we're all sort of <coughs> in that weird, awkward limbo all the time. We're in a weird limbo. We're in a weird. We're place. all in a weird place. You know what I'm kind of worried for is honestly, and I'm pretty optimistic, but I I'm gonna I'm gonna worry a little bit when this generation of kids born in like 2010, 2000. 18 ish mm-hmm. like like that decade when they grow up to be running shit when they're in their 30s mm-hmm. lack or not as much communication because of constant connection with technology they're not talking with one another they're not sleeping enough they're addicted to the phone right and if we don't know how to communicate effectively that might make emotions go in areas that we not intend to right thus having this ripple of unintended unintended consequences mm-hmm. right yeah. Mm-hmm. well yeah like even and it's sub- also a lot of it is so subconscious too i feel like right yeah. people aren't aware of what's going on and how detrimental it can awareness be awareness is huge awareness yeah is we, huge. i feel like no, it, i mean the people the generation um older than us the next generation up i feel like they are so much um uh out of our level of understanding as they're, far as the world they're out of touch they're they're out of touch i feel like it, it only we can relate to each other is what i'm so trying to say look at our parents background though because their mentality was figure out a way to make a better life so their mindset was work because it was survival. it was survival but it was also like make a new life it was the in you know time of growth the technological growth time in america the 80s, the 90s. It was, And then I feel like the next generation kind of got it really easy, but also... So they were working so that they can save up for our right. generation so that right. we can do whatever we want. So now we're in this position to where some of us are following in our parents' footsteps, some of us are going on our dreams, right? There are a lot of things that people are doing because we have this freedom to do so. Right. Like, it was made so that we could do that. But Sabri was talking earlier about... We're growing up in this interesting time where 
we were young when there was not that much technology available and it started to advance and mature as we matured yeah. and advanced. Right. So now we're adults with this technology. I, I think it's an advantage for our generation. I think, it's I think a, we're yeah, in the best sure. place. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. As far as best place, yes. But easiest place? Easiest, no. definitely not. No. no. I feel like <laughs> our generation got the shit end of the stick because we're like that one final generation that's like, but wait. There's more to life. I and think... then we're tugged in both. And this yes. is how I personally feel. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I feel like, okay, I'm a 1992 baby. Okay. Um, I feel like I am constantly tugged in this direction of uh, get with it, get with the times. And then this other direction of like, I just want to live in a, a meadow and just, just like, relax and just be yeah. and exist. Yeah. And because I feel like I've experienced you know, the techno technology boom and remember what it's like to play outside with your friends yeah. and then get to a point where you don't see kids doing that anymore and then you have had that stripped so much from your own life. It's like, we're all trying to find our inner child again because those were good times. And now we're like, what is this? What are you guys doing? Why do you do that? Like, right. mind blown every day. I'm like, right. what is going on? What like, is, what is, what is happening? <laughs> like, why is everyone so unaware of what's happening? You know oh what I mean? God, dude. So I'm like, but you guys, there's this. And, the, you know, they're, they're just so um, consumed by, by, you know, modern day. Material shit. You, exactly. Material type stuff that... Um, is is it more is it material or is it more like acceptance on that social media level? Like both. That is materialism is exactly. That. I think but they want I the, think they want the material for acceptance. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like they need right. they need the boat the they need thing. the car because they're gonna be liked for it. Yeah, I guess. But I I, I, I feel, I'm coming from the perspective is that like we're too connected to our things. And like our identity, our jobs, like the physical, right? We're too attached to those things in our life and we get into that mode and we kind of forget like, holy shit, because we want to, half of us, like you said, want to be in a meadow fucking being and just being present. Right. And the other half is like, we got to go do this and do that and work and make money and build. You know what I'm saying? A lot of us are connected to the but fucking... The material, the physical, the, the Newtonian world and yeah. everything. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. When our generation is trying to fix this whole mindset of living, going to work every single day, living that uh, nine to five, making enough money just to get by. And then, you know what I'm saying? Like go and retire. But it's and our then... own. No, but wait. But also it's our own fault. It's our own pursuit of happiness um, that we make so difficult mm. for some reason mm. because of all the pressure mm. and why we do that to ourselves it it is so it makes it so hard to live like that yeah. because our, our you know the generation that's one you know that's older than us our parents right they don't have time to think about this stuff mm. like we do we sit here and we dwell on it we're like oh the world is cold it's yes, hard yes. overthinking it instead of just being like okay well you know uh, I'm pretty simple. Just need, a, you know, food, water, a roof over my head. Mm. I'm living, working. Don't need much. But I feel like now, because of media influence, it's like, but you got to have it all. You know? Mm. You got to be successful. You got to be smart. You got to yeah. be talented. You got to be rich. You got to have all the latest clothes. Keep up with the trends. 
you know, yeah. pressure. I feel like I don't, I try not to buy into any of that. The only pressure that I feel like I personally feel is the shit that I put on myself and mm-hmm. the stuff that right. I have a pact with, you yep. know, and that gets me nervous sometimes because it's my own fucking pact that I made with myself and I got to do this and I got to adhere to those things that I set forth. Right. So that right there is an illusion. Like I'm identifying with that just mm-hmm. like somebody would identify with keeping up with the trends and understanding what's going on, that fear of missing out type feeling. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's a problem too. You can get anxious about that and where you fit in in the social standard and how people view you and what your progress is. You're always is grading personally. yourself. That's yeah. how I feel like it yeah. is. You're always grading yourself. You, you have this need to... But I feel like that that is that is so healthy, though, too. You know, you, without that um, desire, yeah, we wouldn't be able to have the motivation sure. to accomplish things. But you said it earlier, there's balance to that. Everything is balanced. Everything is balanced. Everything, Everything. is balanced. Yeah. All in threes. Everything, Everything is energy. Yeah. And it has to be fucking balanced in order for you to hit potential. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. A- anything, any area of life in excess. It, right. It's it goes over, it one goes way or the other. Yes, energy doesn't flow through you as clearly. E- exactly. Exactly. You need, yeah, you need to. And, okay, can we talk about Kobe Bryant for a second? Oh. Yes. One second, one second. I'm hurt. I'm really the hurt. One, I want to talk about the it. The one thing I learned, the uh, one of many things I learned um, or took off of uh, Kobe, learning about him, because I was never really into watching sports. So um, just seeing an example of somebody who really has balance on a high level. Mm. It's possible, right? So... You don't have to feel overwhelmed by your success, you know? Oh, I won't have time for this. Or what What made you get the sensation that he was a balanced individual? What gave me the feeling that he was balanced is because he was able to have love for his family. Yeah. I feel like in that industry, it's so rare to see an example of somebody who is so really successful. Have such a, what looks like a stable foundation in his life. He looked like he was and doing And what did that do work. for him? What did that do for him? You know, he... He did so many good things. Yeah, dude. People. He love tried him. to, at least. He made the Mamba Academy, putting on it. You know. He focused on the kids. Like yeah, he, kids. He was trying to do honest, yeah. humble work, yeah, yeah. not just buying out, you know, small food chains, yeah, yeah. but like, you know, doing something with his with his time, with his name, with his platform, mm-hmm. right? So everything he did, it kind of felt like he did it out of just being a genuine yeah. human. Not to mention one of the best basketball players to ever live. Right. And like it's just our, incredible. our generation witnessed that. So like he dies in a freak accident and like a piece. Listen, I'm not I wasn't like a huge Kobe fan by any stretch. I never claimed to be like a giant basketball fan, but fucking something in me was impacted by Kobe Bryant. Yeah, like I have a hole. I, was talking about I have a this. hole in me, and that's, I haven't. That's the the weird thing about it is that the whole world was like it. Just everybody, happened, like, everybody, everybody, everybody. People in even Europe were. Yeah, so about it. Dude, and the thing is, well, like, he's got a European tie. Like he's got, he's lived in Italy. He played, he played ball there. He speaks really good Italian. I remember like watching videos of him speak Italian and being like in awe. I'd be like, "Fucking, this guy speaks better Italian than me." Well, yeah, even you know what's his Fuck. face? Neymar dedicated a goal to him. Fuck, dude, it yeah. hurts, man. Like I don't understand. Like you want to talk about energy and everything connecting? Like a piece of me died. At that freak helicopter accident. Like, and the kids, and fuck. I had, like, a... Maybe it's weird, but I had, like, a feeling that it was something, like... It was the world saying, like, because of how divided the world keeps getting and how people keep, like, 
It's getting more and more divided. People are just hating people. I feel like it's this, turning this around. This came to yeah. like bring everybody together a- into one. Absolutely. You know what I, I mean? Yeah. 100% agree. Yeah. I'm with you. I 100% agree because seeing how touched everybody is, um, it's it's tragic, obviously, for his family. Oh, so I, I don't even dude. like to think about it. Well, that's the worst but, part is the the kids. But he, the... he was somewhat of a sacri- sacrifice. Okay. Right, because I mean, I got that feeling. 20, for, yeah. 2020, I feel like is an interesting special year. Everybody's been waiting for 2020. Sounds like the future. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, it started like, 20, off, like it starts out really weird. Man. Started off very weird. Wait, wait, but but think about it. First month of 2020, bam, heartbreak worldwide. Everybody's World impacted. World War Three. Everyone's Kobe impacted. Bryant, yeah, the, uh, the so fires, much is going on. Fires. The fires. The country burning. Oh my God. Yeah. Future. Freaking billion animals died. That's I still so can't wrap my head around that oh number. Oh my god! A billion, a billion animals burned yeah. in Australia, dude. So far. Do you know out. how it would feel to burn alive? I don't want to. Oh, know. dude, why are, are we going know. there? That's dark as fuck, man. <laughs> but like that, that, just, that but right. just wrapping your head around the tragedy. Sometimes I like to do that, like picture just the sensations, the feeling, and and how monumental that must have been. How many animals were tortured? And who started those fires? I heard it was there's conspiracy. Peop- there's people. There's a volunteer firefighters started. Like there's some of them were volunteer firefighters. There's people that get off on the. Where did you get this information? There was 25 people arrested before I left. Oh. In in, uh, that's what they were saying that they were started by people. So you you heard this on the news? What kind of people? What was what was the intention? I, I didn't read the whole thing. Arson. Arson. Yeah. Duh. There's people that just get off on it. Just like there's weird serial killers in the world. Like I want to take there's this people letter. That, People that are not completely there that just get off on things that normal person wouldn't get off. On. Yeah, they're sick. They're not balanced people. They're trauma. There could be other. They're there could trauma. be hidden means. You know, there's there's hidden stuff all over the world that you'll never know the truth about when it comes to governments and the what world. do you like, think? What do you think is an alternative? Motive? I don't know. I didn't think about that, but I'm just saying. Do you in feel general, like the government said? The- I'm just saying in general in the whole world, what you hear is most likely not exactly what's going down. Right. So. Mm, I mean, that's yeah. true. Yeah. I, I'll agree with that. That's why I don't pay attention to the news mm, that much. It's all politics, guys. It is true. It's all politics. It is. Politics is the one of the most messed up, weird games in the world. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, it's the worst so game. True. And there's people that want to be involved in that. And who do you believe? Like, now you got the elections coming up, right? I, I don't pay attention because I can't. Which is politics just... Mm-hmm. It just doesn't work in me my too, brain. Me too. Me right. too. It, it doesn't. But it's just like... like I want to oh, make they it talk work. so nice. Like, oh, look at me. Look at this. This I'm going to do this. I'm like... All right, like, dude. What I've seen, everybody says that. <laughs> and, but from my perception, when I they, mean, it's all it's just business. Yeah. When these people That's do the is. debates, it's just this. I'm gonna insult you and wait for you to insult me back. Thing. Mm. Nothing ever gets talked about. They just insult each other, and no one. You guys, that's not the point of the world. The world is not. The world is the. You think the government is sitting around being like, "How can we make this a better place?" No, they're not. That's my point. (laughs) No, that's not the point of politics at all. Like, politics is business. It's a bunch of businessmen doing business with each other in worldly affairs. The people who are running the world are telling these people what to do for them. They're not seeing. They may be. They may be. I know. So what happens when millennials get the, in the, the office? Um, couple of families. What happens when our generation gets in office? That's what I'm saying. What happens when millennials get in the office? Because we're like the beginning of the millennials. The tail end is a little different. But, mm-hmm. I mean, that's I what they what say. What happens when our generation, like, we got, we're five, it's gonna ten be, years away from someone like us being president? It's going to be very weird. Even more so. You think so? 
because no, either nothing's going to happen. So you're not as optimistic. Strong, those mm. men have strong influences on each other, and like I feel like anybody who enters the circle has to develop. There is the some mindset. now, though. You have to do. You have to keep you passing down the the agenda, the criteria. You, like you can't just be like, I don't think it's going to be that different. To be honest, yeah. like they they are all they all fit in because they all think alike and they have this tradition of, you know, thinking patterns and way they go about things. I agenda. do feel right. I do agree with you. I don't but think I, millennials are going to come in the office and be like, all right, old men, like, sit down. We're well, here isn't, now. there is one, uh, there is a couple that got elected to Congress, like that young girl, what was her name? Cortez or something? I have no idea. Everybody was... They're going to have to, they're gonna have to wash all the way out, okay. you know? Should I pause it? No, 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 you guys keep talking, fuck it. Alright. <laughs> cool. Anyways, uh, loving your new niece? Love her. Yeah? Yeah. Is it fun? I'm kind of scared to, like... Play with her and I mean she's I was so little. Her. Yeah. Me too. I get scared. At first babies. it's really bad. Now she's okay. Now I can like pick her up. Cause at first you gotta be like make sure the head and everything. Now I know, she's okay. Me. So. I know. I know. <laughs> but yeah, they're awesome. Same. The only reason like I think you when you were talking about like the pressure of the starting the family or whatever. Now that I see my sister and how how much I love them and they're hers, mm-hmm. it's like eh, okay. <laughs> you love them so much, yeah. right? It's easy, though, because I don't have responsibility towards them the way she, she does, like a mother and father, you know? I'll right. play with them, feed them, whatever. Okay, here, mom. <laughs> yeah. So she's got to deal with the crying and the blah, blah, blah. Well, but I mean, still, like, you love them and you don't really know no, why. I do, yeah. Because yeah. anybody who I've talked to that just has a kid or whatever, they say, yeah. like, it's just different. Like, you, you change. It's like whole new world like open like your mindset about like everything is just different well right i could see that just different because now you you have to take care of a human being that's yours you made this yeah you gotta provide for you gotta you gotta put them first it's not even like a brother or sister it's just like holy shit (laughs) yeah this is on me yeah no one else no one else so uh can we talk about soul evolution sure and uh energy and manifestation of reality. Okay, pause. I want to get your thoughts on this. Really cool documentary. Okay, it's on YouTube. Everybody watch this. It's called um, uh, Do This and Never Worry About Money Again. And it's not about money at all, actually. It's a documentary about quantum mysticism. Oh, I love this shit. Quantum physics. (laughs) Love this shit. So quantum mysticism is basically just um, uh, the the study of how physics uh, correlates with spirituality. Basically, this is the stuff that's been fascinating like, me all summer. Yeah, it's a science behind spirituality, which is really cool because yep. spirituality was always this thing that was uh, a fantasy, or you know, yeah. a, is it or is it not? Right. But I love that now scientists are trying to um, uh, tie together those ideas with actual science, factual proof. Right. Right. Mm. That yes, brain waves. energy does exist. Yes, we are all just balls of energy. And yes. vibration, frequency. Law of attraction is real. Yes. All that stuff. We do have uh, chakras. Yes. They're saying all of these things are factual. Yes. Right? So, um, this documentary was talking about the chakras and how we manifest our lives based on basically the um, movement of energy from top or from bottom to top mm-hmm. of our chakras mm-hmm. throughout mm-hmm. our chakra system. Okay? Super fucking cool. Mm-hmm. If we have blocked chakras, right, we have... Okay, so we have a couple chakras on the bottom. Start Three. With, starting with the root chakra. Root. Okay. I forget the second one. And then, sacral. Uh, sacral and then uh, solar plexus. Exactly. Good. Yeah. That's root, where... sacral, solar plexus. That's where emotions are created in your stomach. Okay? Hold on. 
Okay. You, have, you have to you have to get a little deeper because okay. each chakra is correlated with a certain emotion. Correct, correct. So like but... your root chakra is like based <laughs> on a strong foundation, like your connection to the ground, yes. your stability, your foundation with your family, your friends, that strength. That... Yes, but they have grouped together some of the chakras into a category, like a single category, right? Uh-huh. So the first three they group together as the... Um, part of your body that's responsible for the creation or, uh, or the, of the feeling ma- of the material or uh, the emotion sorry the emotion so we have two emotions we have love and fear mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and they start from the bottom they get processed through the heart chakra mm-hmm. which deals with the feeling associated with the emotion right through subconscious thought okay so we're processing that emotion whether it's coming from love or fear we're feeling it based on what we know, what we've experienced, right? Oh, I know this feeling. <clears throat> this is what it is. And you process it, right? And then that feeling turns into a thought, which then gets emit- emitted through the top of your head. Mm-hmm. And you send out genetic in wa- expression. In frequencies, right? right. Into, the, into the universe, therefore creating your entire reality because mm-hmm. what you're vibrating with is vibrating with you. Mm-hmm. So based on that, you're manifesting your life, your destiny, and everything. Yeah, exactly. Right? Exactly. So it, it is it is literally scientifically proven, and it's so freaking fascinating. Dude, this is what I've been fucking obsessed with for the yeah. last eight months. So this exact fucking the thing. quantum atom, right? Used to be just the, the diagram was a ball with a bunch of balls spinning around it, mm-hmm. right? Now they're saying quantum atoms can also be invisible. Okay, they can be emitted. Uh, they can they can be floating through the air. That they're within us. They can be physical or they can be invisible. So that opens up a whole realm of possibilities. If atoms can travel, and if you can't see them, right, that means that there are so many things that are, are happening that we are not aware of, right? Right. As and far as what we know about energy. The frequency. more, so you said a couple things, like the, the heart feeling and fear and love. When you have, and Dr. Joe Dispenza talks all about this, when you have an elevated intention with an elevated emotion, then you raise your vibration levels, right? Right. Thus, tuning in to higher frequencies. Mm-hmm. So you're putting out higher frequency vibes out there that connect with other higher level vibes. Yes. That will manifest a reality for you that's optimal. Yes. Right? Exactly. And same thing goes for low. If you operate out of fear or subconsciously don't even realize, which a lot of people are doing because they're programmed, so to speak. It's because of subco- the subconscious mind. It right. fucks you up. Well, if well, you're not aware of yourself and your, your habits, right? right. Your, your thinking process, right. you'll be making decisions and you won't know why your life sucks. Right. Because you, you, when you're making those decisions, they're just second nature. You're right. not thoroughly thinking right. through but then, your, your, your decision-making process, right? There's levels of understanding how you behave, right. right? So think about the time when you're most vulnerable in your life. Zero to 14 years old. That's when you're the most vulnerable when you need it. Like if you think about Maslow's hierarchy, right? you need support physically, emotionally. You need to be told that you're all fucking good. You know, there's a lot of times people go through a tremendous amount of trauma in all shapes, ways, and forms. Right. And subconsciously that has a as a reaction on the way they think and behave 
And they don't. And they don't. They don't know it, right? They don't know that it's responsible for. There's a lot of like levels to uncovering that awareness that need to go on like a lot right. of acceptance and what ends That's up happening it's such a process it's such a process but then people the first step to understanding this is people need to analyze what's happening in their life and understand yes i'm good with this or no this is causing me a lot of problems right right they got to see what type of trauma has inflicted in their past and how it keeps manifesting again in their future constantly right because right. you want to ultimately progress right exactly so that means that you, you were talking about the chakras that means there are a handful of energy centers that are out of balance because there's too much uh attention on emotions that are self-destructive like greed jealousy fear being the main one that lowers those vibrations mm. right so when you start identifying these things you can start doing the work to align that shit back mm-hmm, up. To clear it up. Right? Then you got, boom, energy flowing through the heart chakra. Exactly. And now you start getting natural thoughts that are loving, that are Positive. inspiring. Absolutely. right? That resonate with you. Oh, this I have this fucking awesome idea for this song. It just came up. Boom. Right. It came up. Now, now, what is it going through? That third eye, the mm-hmm. sixth chakra, manifesting actually something out in Newtonian physical reality because you are attracting doing to the that inner work you're doing you're attracting yourself to that vibration yeah you're attracting yourself to that reality actually manifesting you're trying to become a clear vessel basically exactly so, so what it is basically is you're building up your ego right for the first however many years of your mm-hmm. life you're creating this ego because you know you 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 you're born you're pure and then you realize oh these people oh that was kind of mean or that was hurtful and then you know it protects here you and right? there here and there you start learning oh oh people are out here like mm. They're out here for blood. Like I gotta <laughs> learn how to protect myself because sometimes it can get really hard. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When, yeah. when you're growing up and realizing that life is not and what if super you do, sweet. And what if you don't have like a like a loving support system? Exactly. You turn into a fucking savage. Imagine that ego gets out of control. Yeah. And then you don't even have the love that it takes to heal that ego. You don't even know what that Once is. Once you realize and decide that okay, now it's time to shed my ego. Everybody goes through that journey, and if they don't. They they end up not getting some of the really really spiritual right. experiences and, and don't really get there. Right, a lot you know? of because those those good feelings become distorted through past yeah. traumas basically that keep manifesting boom over and over and over again in their present That's why you reality. There's a lot of egomaniacs in the world. I swear, yeah, I see it is. every day. Yeah, for sure. You know, sure. like you need to look in the mirror and be honest with yourself. Like, what what things do I really need to work the on? The first episode we did, I remember. I just said you got to be honest, and this motherfucker's like, "Hey Dan, if your wife says, do I look fat?" And this <laughs> But yeah, like, it's amazing how conversations keep coming back to this because they are helpful to people like me and you and you can, and you, and you can tell the growth from just two years ago having the conversation to what we understand now and how we keep asking those questions about the mysteries of how the cosmos work. I I think it's important to. It's one of the most beautiful questions you can keep pondering and explore the good and explore the bad. This is, I think... What has uncovered to me, and I'm more comfortable saying this now, a relationship with a source or God, capital mm. G-O-D. And I never fucking was, I was never comfortable saying these types of things because I always dismissed it. Oh, spirituality, but get the fuck out of here. Mm. Religion, get out of here. But, I mean, obviously it's something that human beings, we gravitate towards naturally. Once it gets inspired within you, there's no stopping it. 
There's so none. fucking wild. It's a fire that's a gone ablaze. It's just yeah. out of control, and yeah. you, you just can't. You you're you're drawn to it. How do you? How is it? How is it uh, taking a toll in your life currently? What? The, <laughs> this uh, this law of attraction type energy. Because I'll tell you, with me, I'm I'm doing this work every day. I went from teaching to now basically running my own business mm-hmm. and sustaining myself from it, mm-hmm. which I never thought I would be able to do. This quickly. Mm-hmm. I, this is the. This was eating me up. This was my heightened anxiety. What's gonna be my bread and butter? How am I gonna fucking pay for my shit? How am I gonna like make sure that my needs are fulfilled as far as like my placement in the world and do my thing as far as teach and create my own lane, still being a teacher and a trainer and a coach, and still be able to financially gain from it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So through the spiritual growth process, yeah, things have been kind of working like, working yeah. my, towards my favor and it's been yeah. fucking wild. You you you've gained some traction. Yeah, and it's it, I feel it and I love yeah. it and I and I want to bring fucking the good people with me. That's what I'm saying. I want to attract a team. I know this could be good with the right people involved and I just want to keep working with it. So I guess my back to my original question is how do you see these things playing out for you in your life right now? Understanding this information, what type of protocols are in place to work on it? And do you see it having an effect on your life specifically? You know what? I, um, I have been just trying to, um, just do, do Mm. it, Mm. whatever it is, just do it. Mm. Do not second guess it so much. Do not procrastinate. Yeah. I'm learning not to procrastinate. Yeah, I'm with do you things on that. right away. If you say you're gonna do something, just do it right away. Yeah. And mostly just creating um creating a, a space for uh, me to invite the things that I want into my life. Mm, yeah, for sure. Instead of just seeing as my goals as this far out reality that is something I will attain one day. Yeah, yeah. You want to attract I yourself create, to it. So I'm trying to create right now the space to invite that, mm. the create the reality, reality before it comes to me. How are you? How are you doing that? Um, let's say, being a business person, being a, uh, an entrepreneur, trying to you know have, find financial freedom. I feel like that's always been a struggle for me. Mm. Um, even though I, I am so I feel innovative, but. My emotional healing, my spiritual healing has been front and center. So you're figuring out... So so now I feel like I've gotten to the point where um, I've decided that if I want something, okay, if I want my business to, to do well, what are, i got to start hanging out with business people who have done what, what I want to do. Yeah, well, I, I, I got to start... Uh, i got to start developing, picking up habits that, that, they, that they, you know, do. have, right? right? Yeah. Trying to emulate to be the figure that uh, that I'm aspiring to be and create the reality yeah, for that. Yeah, so, I'm with you. <laughs> so you know, make it make it so that I'm already living that, and then it'll just come to me. The money will come. You know, you're you're hanging out with the right people. You're studying the right things, reading the right books, uh, creating uh, your rea- making your reality. Dude, I'm what, with what, it. What you're striving towards instead of waiting for it and being like, well, you know, it'll it'll come. Let me just do this thing. Wait a couple days do this thing no it's like make it happen and surround yourself with that vibe right Mm. and then somehow for me i haven't done anything magical but things are changing i think it it was something that happened within me something that may be healed where now i can finally get rid of that blockage and let myself be who i am that's all it is you just gotta be like you're a human being you just gotta be yourself it's a constant struggle though it's a constant struggle 
but I'm learning with business, it doesn't have to be so strict and hard. Like, go out with investors to dinner, have some drinks, make it fun, you know? Um, go, like today I went house, house hunting with my mom. Fun, cool, something I would love to do, but also working towards my goals. And that's me just being me and things are coming to me. That's good. Slowly. So would you say you're in like an unknown space? Like, yes. Do you embrace that unknown space? Love. I am. I'm a mutable sign. Me so that too, means bro. My zodiac loves change. I love. I, I crave it. I so, want to keep 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 things moving. So Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about um, working from that unified field. So we talk about space time reality. That is. Newtonian physics. You follow me, Sabri? We still good. awake? I'm, just, I'm educating myself. Good. So we talk about... I got two teachers in front of me. Space-time <laughs> space reality, which is infinite space on this Earth. Or Earth and, 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 the, and the universe, right? Mm. It's infinite physical space. Mm. And then there's time-space reality, mm. which is inward. So it's infinite time in this physical space. Okay. Right? So you do that inward work. You could eventually leave your body and work from what Joe Dispenza talks is the unified field. Mm -hmm. And there, when you're in the unknown, that's when shit starts working towards your advantages. But you said something really important. You have to start living and being like the future you that you want to be like. Mm -hmm. Right? So that talks about breaking fucking shitty habits, knowing what those new habits are. You know what's a big one? You know what's a big one? What? Discipline. Well, for sure. You have to make, like we talked about marriage earlier, the first marriage I think that you have to have is with yourself. Mm. 100%. Like, I don't get 127 episodes done on my own without fucking just doing it, like you said, and figuring out. Learning how to do it and being disciplined to put that shit in place. You're also doing it because you like it and like oh, you're feeling well, it. You're vibing with it. You're not forcing yourself. You're just 100 percent. But it's still, like, it's like they say that we should we should always be connected to that inner child. And in a, in um, this sense, when you were a kid, let's say all day long, what would you do? Just whatever, whatever the hell want. you wanted to yeah. do. Like there was no responsibilities. You just do what you want. So they say, think about what you love to do when you were a kid. That's what you should pursue as an adult. Right. Because that's you still being that child, but now all you have to do is create the money flow. So right? I'm, that's the challenge. I forget that's forget the challenge that right as now. an adult. It's definitely it's definitely not no, easy to no, do. No, but you have to. That's the if if it, if money didn't exist, what would you be doing half the shit you do? It's a it's a form of energy. It's a form of energy. Okay. Exactly. Right? And so in order for that form of energy to have any relevance the way you spend your time creating that energy is important. Absolutely. Right? So you're talking about, but yeah. But that's the trick to adulthood, going sure. from kid to adult. It does not mean, being an adult does not mean abandoning, uh, uh, what, you know, your entire um, Do you know, character, you know, your childhood character. You, mm. you can't. You're always going to be that person. Okay, just time out. Just now, bro. money flow. Okay, but time out. Because now it's not just money flow per se. I want to push back a little bit because I'm doing the whole, like, kid thing through this. But it takes an extra step of responsibility to learn that part of it in order for this so, to flow. So create, the, right? To welcome the um, right. energy of money. Right. Is that what you're saying? Well, uh, eventually, that's a re This could be how that resource becomes created. But mm. I have to, you know, I have to be savvy in other ways to do that. I have other skills that are a little bit more. 
I would say practical at this point of view, like my skills as a movement specialist is the way that's my bread and butter. But mm. this is a way that I could interact and spread a positive message. It helps me connect to my sixth chakra, uh, chakra, which is my truth and my, my communication chakra, which is speak a, 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 a real truthful message. So I hope it gets to that point. But and you talked about discipline and you said go from child to adult. But there's stages that have to be done in that time so we'll go through the hero's journey archetypes mm -hmm. right we start in the child phase we have our childhood mm -hmm. hopefully it's a good one i think all of us here has had a really quality Positive, yeah. mm -hmm. childhood thus we were creators now still trying to figure it out from our, our totally. mid-20s to 30s like but we have a solid foundation we have a solid foundation right so we have that child archetype then we move into the warrior archetype where we start fucking fi figuring shit out, where we start messing around, seeing what we're good at, building skills, and little by little, and I would say, I mean, I don't want to put age great uh, on it because people can be 60 and still in that child archetype if they didn't evolve spiritually, yeah. right? So you go from that warrior archetype after you start figuring some stuff out and you have skills enough to have land, have your own property, have a family, then you enter the king-queen archetype. Mm -hmm. So there's stages you have to go through, and this process means a lot of things you may not want to do, essentially, mm -hmm. but you have to, and you, in the process, you learn so much more about yourself, and you build new connections, and you start asking deeper questions, and it morphs and morphs and morphs until you get to the wise man phase, right? right? where you start bringing the next generation up like, we have that in us already as educators. We just have the natural ability to want to preach this message and help the next group of youngins up because this is the way we're wired. We right. want to procreate, but we also want to make sure the others in the tribe are taken care of. Right, but, uh, yeah, like, alchemize our trauma, basically. Like, uh, uh, transmit, transform it, basically. Sure. Put it to use. You know, like, well, I this mean, is hard. Growing is hard work. It's hard work. It's hard, it's hard work. work. It's hard and, work. And there should, we should, somebody should reap the benefits. Like, somebody <laughs> better. <laughs> it's not me. Let it be someone else. You know what I mean? But work, working hard to get there, I feel like the next step would be to share. And share to teach. and share to teach. But that act within itself will make you, the individual, more whole and understand what true stillness is. Right. When you get to those moments and the ideas start pouring in, you want to talk about a true connection to God. You want to talk about when all your chakras are aligned and now you're connecting to that fucking crown chakra where you're getting universal knowledge to come in. That stuff is real. Mm -hmm. That stuff is fucking real and you feel it fucking here. And that's what I'm trying to do with, with essentially all of this. And this process has taught me this deeper and deeper and I keep getting more connected to it and uh, part of the reason why I, I'm really admiring having this conversation here because I heard you have those types of thoughts in our previous conversation and I see that you're you're doing work to learn more and more about it mm -hmm. and what I'm finding is this stuff is hard to talk about you you we talk in circles because it's like holy shit are we really talking about a scientific connection to God, to source, to everything, being energy, and how everything actually is interconnected. Every fucking thing. But that's also a scary thought, I think. It's so scary, bro. Because it's like, 
Whoa, there is an unknown secret. Dude, I'm getting goosebumps right now. It's so psychedelic like, to me. Have you ever taken psychedelics? Cool. Okay, let's talk about this. I have not. <laughs> Don't get me started. I have not. What is your take on it? Um, so I'm talking. And what psychedelics? So, let's let's put psychedelics in uh, these 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 are classified as psychedelics. Let's say. Edible marijuana or cannabis is a mild psychedelic, I would say. Is it really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I would say that's the most mild psychedelic there is. Edible cannabis because it's five times more psychoactive when you get digested by your liver. So um, it definitely can be a mild psychedelic. So then we go up, take mushrooms, psilocybin, right? right? You take two grams of mushrooms, you're going to start to have like those mandalas start to twirl in your eyes when you close you're going to start to feel like whoa what the fuck are those weird like little circles and i think that starts what i think is called like the portal world Mm -hmm. like the uh before life the afterlife where energy of the whole of the source kind of exists but Mm -hmm. there's there's dimensions to it so you're basically just opening your third eye Exactly, right? Exactly. Cause so that cuz you can see visions with your eyes closed. Oh yes. They're clear, oh, yes. clear visions. And and not only that. So we have a third eye. Like, but not only that. It's more of like this you are this world. You, everything that you know is you. Everything that you identify with, your heritage, your culture, your skin color, your profession, the people that you know, the money you make, your journey that you get so addicted to disappears. And it feels like a literal death. And I don't know how else I could express that profundity of it. Right. It feels like you're... I honestly thought I was overdosing and dying when I took mushrooms. I took two months. I took like five grams, six grams, and that's a heroic dose. That's a lot. And I didn't even weigh it. What is an eighth? How many grams is that? An eighth? I'm not sure what the math is. An eighth of a... Ounce, an eighth of a You're useless. Yeah, <laughs> an eighth of mushrooms. I'm useless. But we took. So you took. Five we took. For five grams. It was like six grams. It was. It was a uh, lot. It was a lot, and I wasn't ready for it. And it was in this specific room too. Okay. And. Uh, oh, you were there. This might have right? been. This might have been there. like. I don't know if it was before or after our second podcast. Right after. Right after. So you, right you remember after. hearing me talk about yes. this probably because it just had happened, right? So in that was probably the most profound of my life. Like I didn't even exist anymore. I was in another dimension somewhere where I was like, wow, this is crazy that I'm dead. I'm never going to see my wife again. I'm never going to see my dogs. And this is so sad. And I really fucked up this time. Wow, I really fucked up. I remember feeling all this. And then little by little... I start coming back to life. I'm like, I start feeling my body again, and I and I'm just so shocked. I mean, I'm like, I'm at Sabri's house. My fucking dumbass fucked up, dude. I did not take. Was the- he freaking out? He was. Oh yeah. Really? He oh was, yeah. But that was a inexperienced it was, way of doing it. It was. I, I don't recommend for anyone to do it. He that, didn't. He didn't do it properly. It, you have to. Why? You, Why not? You have to look at this with a tremendous amount of respect and have an intention going into something that profound, and you have to make sure that the setting right. that you're in physically you like, feel it as sacred. Yeah. You have to make sure that the physic, the physical setting is a safe one, and you're with the right people that are going to help you through this emotional shit. Number one. Oh my god. And then number Wait, two. Wait, I gotta use the bathroom. But oh, hold that you're thought. You're right in the middle. Of I it. know. I'm so sorry. But hey, okay. hold that thought. Okay. We're All talking right. about go. mushrooms. Okay. Go, go, go ahead. 
We're talking about mushrooms. Yeah. I think that you have to approach that with a great deal of respect and with an intention. And you have to have the right yeah. people around. Because otherwise you get out of control, right? Um, it's it's It could be out of control to a point where you have... Where you lose perception on what the fuck reality is and you don't ever want to be there. You don't ever want to be in that slippery slope because mm. that's fucking dangerous. It's dangerous as fuck. And I felt like I was there and it was very uncomfortable. It was very uncomfortable and I did not have the right people around and I was not in the right place. And I didn't feel I didn't feel good at all. It wasn't it wasn't fun. So like I don't recommend for people to do this shit. Interesting. You know, and, and if you look, at, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow came out with uh, a series on, on Netflix called Goop Lab, and she takes her a handful of her staff through the, these different modalities of recalibration mm-hmm. and healing uh, modalities, like a psychedelic ceremony with mushrooms. They do Wim Hof breathing and cold exposure. Um, they do a lot of, like, uh, chiropractic energy work. They do things on being intuitive, mm-hmm. right? So I, I feel like all these things are interconnected. We talked about uh, raising your levels of vibration. Mm-hmm. We talked about uh, attracting higher levels of uh, energy, right? And I think with those higher levels of energy, more characteristics become available or different types of abilities and powers become available, like people become clairvoyant. People become clairsentient. That's 100% true. Like, this is the type of shit that human beings are capable of. And I think the majority of people don't move forward with their spiritual growth is because they're fearful of how powerful they actually could become. Yeah, that's actually a true thing. You know what I'm saying? And also the responsibilities that will come with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't know how your life's going to... You don't know how that's going to impact your life. You want to be in your comfort zone. Yeah, naturally, for sure. And all in all, through this process in the last eight years, which is why I feel like I'm picking up steam, and not even picking up steam, I feel like I'm being called to service, if that makes any sense. Mm. I feel it so strongly in my gut, in my soul. And it's interesting because it's our generation that is so obsessed with this idea. Yeah, 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 yeah. Again, back to our generation being like, oh, we want to be the saviors. We want to like, you know, make a make a dent in history. You know what I mean? For sure, for sure. That that's because our the, the prior generation was way more into the material, mm-hmm. right? And that still trickles on in our generation a little bit. They're so adapted into the physical. Yeah. The I need to work. But without them, they laid the building blocks for you to be. Able which to is do why, them. which is why you're always right where you need to be. Yeah, but why are we so um, enticed by this idea? Why us? You know. I think it's innate for all human beings to ask questions about the greater mysteries of the universe. It just so yeah. happens what you do with this information. Get, but I don't get why people aren't um, uh, mystified by that. Uh, because by, by like the possible magic that exists in in the universe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I feel like it's magic. I feel like everything is magic. I'm in this magic world where like you you gotta like figure out the secret. There's one secret. And you Here's gotta figure it out. Hold on, time out. I don't in think, order to be your optimal self. I don't think there's one secret, but there are the inner workings of the cosmos that need to be unlocked within you. I do think that there's some coding that people understand that they can manipulate the way things are. Right. And you could gain levels to this power kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like the more work that you do. Like there's a lot of ways that you can do this work, 
right? Journaling and writing every day and getting in touch with that. Doing breath work, doing meditation, doing yoga or Tai mm-hmm. Chi, making sure that you're eating properly and you are... Uh, making sure you're in a high vibration. Right. Making sure you're taking care of the vessel that you get to experience this duality, yeah. right? So like the source of all of it, I think, is unconditional love, right? Mm-hmm. And through this vessel, we experience, you know, we saw it as above, so below. We experience high levels of love, but we also experience way low levels of fear and uh, evil, mm-hmm. right? Like, that duality exists. That's what makes this conscious reality a conscious reality, Yeah. right? That's that's just the way this fucking... it exists fucking... in all of us. It, it exists in all of us. It's fear, the love, the dark, the light. We're all capable. we balance it. We're Again. all... So you, you look at these like uh, mystical figures or these 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 figures that have uh, influenced spiritual spiritual lives like Jesus and the Buddha and Krishna and Mithra, they're in my opinion archetypes of what the human beings are capable of being, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it's example of a relationship with the source energy everything that exists all together and the way that it works by having an elevated intention and an elevated emotion and emitting love through your actions through your creations that's how you heal that's Absolutely. how that's how you have an effect on others healing because i agree you know what i'm saying like all this do you agree stuff, with any of this i can't yeah. tell i can't tell if he's like Hell yeah, or if he's like, this is Not, new. That's how interesting. When I get really interested, I just shut up and listen. <laughs> I but think, like, do you agree? I do. You do? I think this I think this is very interesting, and I, I want to keep driving point these points home on every single podcast because it is a way that I'm personally trying to pursue this shit, right? I'm not yeah. doing this for the money because... We're connected to a hundred million bajillion dollars. It's part of us. It is. It. It's part. It's a resource. No, they say like your 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 um uh prime reality is out there already waiting for you. Waiting for you. You, you just have to raise your vibration to get there. You you call it in, you call it into existence. Yeah. Basically, it becomes available essentially yeah, yeah, yeah. because yeah. essentially everything already has. And, and that's another thing. So DMT is another psychedelic that I've taken one time. Okay, it's like. The heightened state of mushrooms for eight minutes, okay? And it's really intense, and you smoke it. Once you smoke about three hits, I took about four hits of it, you fucking shoot. It's like, vroom, it's like you're in that realm right away. And I remember feeling like, oh, shit, if you die, like, you're just, like, this is it. This is it, and there was no emotional attachment to it. It felt like, oh, oh, well, this is home then, huh? And then... I stayed there for a little while. Interesting. And, and I felt like, I felt the very strange sensation, I felt this on the mushrooms too, that everything was already happening. Pump the brakes. Mm-hmm. And that was it. That was it. Because the more, and, and now I, I come to realize in retrospect, the more still you become, the more you act as a conduit. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of, the more you stress and become more anxious of it, those distorted signals your nervous system produces mm-hmm. interferes with that energy that's coming through you, which will give you those signals where oh, maybe I'm not good enough, maybe this. And those other emotions that and energy that comes in there that throws your chakras off balance yeah. fucking persists. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. There's a game to this. You have to... It's, and it ebbs and flows constantly. 
I we're know. human beings. It's always a work in progress. We're always it. We don't ever get to nirvana and stay yeah. there all yeah. the time. Yeah, yeah, Because I'll be like at a point in my life where I'm like, yeah, yeah, this is, I'm killing it. Like, yeah, this you is feel it. good. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm finally me again. Like, uh, yes. in that place. Yes. And then something will happen. And I'll be like, nope, never mind. Right, right. And then I'll be like, okay, now I feel right. Now I now I feel the opposite of what I felt yesterday. How do I deal with this today? It's like what the fuck? Where is yeah, this coming from? Yeah, where did from? this come from? Why am I having this experience? Right, like, right. And I feel like we again back to our generation. For some reason, we are so tested all the time. Do you feel I, that? I think that we want to put ourselves in this group. When I'm not so sure that that category has anything to do with the outcome or where this is going. You mean our generation? Yeah, I just don't think placing ourselves in that category has a ton of relevance. I think the biggest uh, idea behind that is um, the evolution of technology and how everything right now stems back to that. But everybody kind of has to deal with that, not just our generation. I know. We're at an advantage because we 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 understand. We don't fit in. That's what I'm trying to say. I, I think that every generation over generation has this type of conversation like the newcomers are not well, yeah, gonna of be... course every generation has their like thing yeah of course but i'm saying this is this is what i feel like is ours technology has fucked us up we're trying to figure things out we're like so constantly conflicted and we don't feel like we fit in within any certain group wait till that next group comes I don't, up i don't feel like i, I necessarily say... fit in with like my sister's generation even though how she's old only, is she she's only seven years younger than me seven years younger i would say so seven years younger what is that 21 is that 20? how old are you 20 so she's like 27 I'm so 27 i would say even she's my sister's age i would mm-hmm. i would say even say like the group that's 10 years old now in 2020 these kids they're gonna have an even harder time fitting in to what the millennials are starting to adapt as I don't think so because they're already going to be born into the technology. But, but they're not like I said earlier, they're not going to know how to communicate effectively with people because they're not doing it as much as we used to. They're not going right. to understand how to handle something when somebody like, says something. I feel something. like networking, communicating is such an important skill to have. Don't you guys think so? Fuck. Yes. It's like everything. You guys. It's everything in life. Why do you think I kept I keep doing this? Not only does a network extremely valuable, but having an audience built up is extremely valuable in this day and age. As long as you have the platform, you have the audience. And that is always a great thing. It's always a great thing. You can have zero dollars, but you have connections. Somebody's going to look out for you. Because if, if, if you're doing the game right, if you're fucking being a sleazeball and screwing people over and burning your bridges, no one's going to give a shit. But you can't play the game that way. Right. You know what I'm saying? If you're honestly playing the game in a, from a loving standpoint and you're doing shit to create a value for people, you create a bond today. Here's an example. I posted a video on Instagram of a, of a steel mace movement. And because the steel mace is still very nuanced and not a ton of people understand it, this one dude comments on my on my my photo and I never get negative criticism. He goes, "I can't believe I follow you, bro." And then he gave like laughing faces. Like he's there's, mocking there's always people like Right, that. always people like that. But then here's my point. I had a lady that uh, I I've done a workshop at her her gym before, like come to my defense and just be like, "Are you seriously even wasting energy commenting negative shit? Like go deal with your own shit like in your own way. What are you doing spreading negative vibes for?" So, like, my point is, you network, 
you provide a value, a service to these people, you work together, you do a podcast, you connect with them, you realize that you have a ton of similarities in your journey, you have heart-to-hearts, you're helping people, Mm -hmm. that stuff is real. Mm -hmm. That stuff is so real, and I get so fucking fueled up doing that every day, every week, making these new types of things happen. I don't have to necessarily do that. I don't have to necessarily call these people. Like the way that, con- that that workshop got set up was because I had this idea to go visit this lady, ask her to do a workshop in her gym, did a workshop at her gym, boom, more other, you know, more people showed up to that. Mm-hmm. And then from that, they're like, hey, you got to do a workshop at my gym. So then that happened and they're inviting me to their Christmas party. It's, it's crazy how like that shit happens, you know? It's fucking wild. And that's all because of networking. That's all because of like being a a good person and adding value to people. They have your back. People will have your back. They do. It's just the way it works. Well, they'll have your back, but you got to also be, you got to offer. You have something to offer. You always got to, like the content that you do, the work that you do with your life has to add value to people. And when you're taking care of people, they will inherently take care of you. Yes, there are people that take advantage of you, but you're smart enough because you are elevated enough to know that and you cut them off. Like, yeah. this is the game, right? It's all about creating higher levels of awareness. You right. said that word earlier and that's why I was like, yes, awareness. Mm-hmm. Because that essentially is what reality is, energy is. It's pure awareness. Definitely. If we can do the work enough to align this shit and get out of our bodies. Be greater than the fucking shit we feel. Mm. Get out of that. Then we become pure awareness. On that high dose of mushrooms, on the high dose of DMT, I feel that you become literally pure awareness. And you've never done them, have you? And you're everything and you're everywhere so you all to. at once. <laughs> it's way too fucking crazy. And they're not for everybody. Please don't do any psychedelics. I want to share my story. They are, they are not for everybody. They're I not think. for yeah. everybody. They're not for everybody. You have to be in the right place at the right time. And and, and listen. you got to be sort of responsible. I listen. Guess. Yeah. And you know. doing it recreationally is a huge risk. It's such a bad, it's a huge risk because you don't know like where these things come from all the time. Right, mm-hmm. but you will see in the next five years. I think that these uh, places are going to be uh, available to the public, where people are going to understand what psilocybin treatment could do for depression, what it can do for trauma, what it can. It's going to be a while. What it can do me. for PTSD. It's already starting to happen. True. It's already true, starting true. to happen. They're, what they're, MDMA can do for they people. They used to give. They used to give. Um, what did they used to give uh, to people in the seventies? Uh, LSD. Was it LSD? They used yeah. to give it. It was like a thing people did in when you si- went to the therapist. In like, the sixties, in the sixties, they're like cured. It's so so weird. in like prior to the nineteen fifties, psychedelics were studied and they were looked at as a helping product, a helping supplement that can help mm. the psyche and rid, uh, get rid of different types of traumas, right? Then the government put a snap on it in the 60s and they made everything Schedule 1. All illegal. Schedule 1 drugs mean they have no use for like positive upside for mm-hmm. the, 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 the human, right? So uh, 
they get shut out until recently. Now there's like a new type of like emergence of people doing research and Michael Pollan coming out with the book on psychedelics and death and dying and consciousness. Fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. He talks about how doing the, the, the proper dose of mushrooms with a, uh, a psychotherapist and another, you know, person in the room to kind of like help, help you manage your emotions. Like you create new neurological pathways that connect, that make you understand, oh shit, that's, yeah, it, it runs that, your perspective. That's where my trauma is coming from. I need to work so on this. it's so hard to do that on your own because there are so many subconscious thoughts you can't For access. Sure. And you try to no matter how hard. Right. But our ego protects us. You, yeah, you can't. We're protected. We're protected. And that's the way our brain is designed. But we have these natural things, these substances here. When done properly with with the right guidance, like some real shit can become alleviated. But then again, you do it irresponsibly, the opposite comes. As above, so below. You're going to be in a dark place. It's going to be scary. And you're not going to have any fun. And it's not going to be worth it. But I feel like it's important to also, if, if, that, if you want to, you know, be that you level don't... 10 and take a... a, a yeah, hallucinogen yeah. like one, you one might guy. as well just go all the way and explore your traumas as well as you know feel whatever it is that you want to feel that's positive right sure sure i mean i feel like that's an important part of experiencing those drugs yeah for you sure face yourself yeah definitely definitely but i don't you, think it's a negative thing no i don't think it's a negative thing either but and, and that's important that's right for sure but you have it's to torturing us anyway might as well get rid of it 100 percent. but you have to understand that's why people don't go on their hero's journey because they're afraid of how powerful they can be, so they have to justify themselves with a bunch of ridiculous excuses that sit in their subconscious. Mm. That's also trauma within itself, right? Because you know that you can be somebody great. You've been called to being somebody great before, but maybe somebody else's thoughts or judgments are going to fucking stop you from doing this, that, or this. Right. Right? And even those little things... They start to have an effect on us little by little, and they will come out and manifest in another physical negative form later on. Like, these are all the things that start to arise when your default mode network goes into neutral. That's what happens when you do a psychedelic like mushrooms or MDMA. Your default mode network fucking stabilizes, so mm-hmm. now you emerge with all the you other energy. You know what energy. else does that? What's that? Meditation. Meditation, yes, yes, 100%, 100%. I recognize that part of your brain. 100%, 100%. Meditation, exercise, it literally changes the dynamic of your brain. Like, it's not just, you know, you say, you think, you could relax for a second, okay, I feel better. It's literally doing something to your brain. I'll tell you what it's doing to your it, you brain. You know, I'll, I'll tell you. It's shutting down um, uh, those negative thoughts and, and that part of your brain that gets stuck in that loop. It's turning off. Turning it off. It's turning off your sympathetic state of of being so that's your flight mm-hmm. your fight or flight response we stay in those fight or flight and responses subconsciously uh, because of our stresses right yeah. we're not wired to be in stress mode all the time stress is supposed to be in our lives to keep us alive and then after the line is away and we make ourselves to safety we come back into our parasympathetic state of being and that's what we're doing we don't even realize how amped up we are yeah. how long we're keeping our car on yeah. running in the middle of the night yeah. right so when we meditate and we practice this Awareness to breath. The compassion. You 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 submerse yourself into this creative mode. Yeah. That's when your body starts to use all those resources for healing and getting great ideas. It's crazy how simple it is. It's like so somebody was like, "I'm gonna try to just do nothing," <laughs> and they just sat there like that, and we're like, "Whoa, that felt amazing!" Right. And meditation is hard. It's hard. The first time you, you do work. it, you're like, 
frustrated. You're like, okay, this is boring. Like, you know, and then do you practice that regularly? I try to. Um, you just gotta do I don't it, do. It. It, I don't do it as regularly as I know I should, but um, I try to pray or meditate every day. I think, at least one or the other. I think praying is is a similar energy, but it's not as disciplined as following your breathing and creating that awareness. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's I, a but different I think, animal. But I think both are vital. And here's here's another thing that I also think: the more meditation you do, the more parasympathetic you become. The more the more consistent you are with it, the quicker you put yourself in that state. Yeah. Right? So then you put yourself you're in like, that... You're like pressing fast forward in a so way. Then you, you so then here's, 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 a th- you think? here's the thing. You put yourself in that state, and once you know you're in that state, mm-hmm. you let go and let your brain go. Now, there is where the prayer comes in. Because then you start using all that clear energy that you can work with in the unified field from right where you are if it is all connected you tap into it and you just let it flow through you the way it's supposed to flow through you and you take those ideas for what they are mm-hmm. act on them don't act on them but you know the ones that are the ones that you should act on are the ones that make you feel those highest elevated feelings of love and joy mm-hmm. that's what yes is that's how you tap into your intuition that's having a connection with your soul that's having your connection with god when you're able to become more parasympathetic and relaxed, not to mention aligned, when you work on that posture, where do you think energy is going through you? Mm-hmm. It's going through your fucking spine. It's going through your spinal cord. If you have misalignments physically, you bet your ass that stuff's going to be distorted. Yeah, yeah. Or you're blocking, you're, right? you're causing buildup. Exactly. Right? Not to mention all the other emotional baggage we've been talking about the last couple hours. But this is what I'm saying. That stuff gets worked on. Energy and information flows through you cleanly. And now you start to pick up these magical ideas. Now you start to really feel like your cup is filled. Like, I feel like my cup is filled so much every day. I can't even tell you what to do. I don't know what to do anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to Italy in September. I can't wait. That's awesome. I can't wait to fucking... You're going to love it. I've been to Italy. Oh, my God. I know. I've been there multiple times. Really? Do you like it? I love it. My My dad lives in Rome. Oh, nice. Yeah, so we're flying into Rome, and then I, I, I put this in my mind movie. So I do this mind movie. I learned this from Dr. Joe Dispenza, where you create a movie that you watch every night before you go to bed, which is a movie of the visions that you see for yourself. Mm. So in that movie, I had this vision of me on a fucking boat smoking a J, <laughs> like this, in the Amalfi Coast. So Danielle's like, where are we going to go for my 30th birthday? Should we go to San Francisco, wine country? And I'm like, fuck this shit. We're going... <laughs> We're going to fucking Italy, and we found tickets for three hundred fifty bucks round trip each. Get the fuck out! We're gonna go September. Three hundred fifty. Three hundred fifty dollars round trip, Lufthansa Airlines. Check it out. I cannot motherfucking wait, and I'm gonna do it. So I'm slowly but surely making my reality what I want it to be. Yeah. Good. Just gotta literally. The only secret is think happy. Think happy. Love. Wow. I think we have to wrap this up. Absolutely, but think happy is what we got out of this. Think happy. Okay. For sure. Think happy and spread the positive vibes. Like, spread those vibes. Yeah. Spread the happy vibes. vibes. Happy vibes, right? That's it. I agree. 2020. Happy 2020. This is fun. Thank Thank you you. so much for having me. I really, really appreciate it. Right here. I'll hug you later. (laughs) Thank you, Stop the Machine. Donnie the Machine. Wow. Wow. Throwback. What episode (laughs) is this? 131, 132. 131? Damn, that's a lot of episodes. You were on 33. And. Should I stop it? Yeah. And six.
And that was the podcast, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. What a great conversation. I love catching up with old friends and having an actual meaningful conversation where we actually connect. I think connecting with people is a beautiful thing. And that's why I'm grateful for this podcast and grateful for the platform and the opportunity to do what I do. And grateful for these awesome people. So make sure if you like what you heard today to uh, share it with somebody, write it, review it. That would be great. Subscribe if you haven't already. Follow Anella Palavra on Instagram at Anella Palavra. That's E-N-E-L-A-P-A-L-A-V-R-A. That will be in the show notes. Also, make sure to check out Sobs the Machine on Instagram as well. That's at Sobs the Machine. And on SoundCloud to hear his latest music. So that being said, uh, what a wonderful time this podcast was. And I love doing it. I'm going to keep doing this because... I really, really enjoy it. If you're interested in learning the steel mace, I have a steel mace workshop coming up March 14th in Oak Lawn. That's a suburb outside of Chicago. It's the south side at Forza Training. It's going to be uh, Saturday, March 14th, 9.30 to 11 a.m., where we will go over the fundamentals of the steel mace, learn how to approach it safely and effectively. We'll learn... Uh, a handful of functional movement patterns with the steel mace. We'll learn why it's beneficial. We'll build upon each movement. We'll learn miniature steel mace flows. We'll go into a grandiose steel mace flow and learn how to use the steel mace in strength and conditioning. So there's a lot of ways that uh, you can use the mace. And in 90 minutes, we're going to have a great jam-packed workout and learn a lot. That being said, let's connect on Instagram at Danny Cola Fitness. You can check my website at dannycolafitness.com for tickets to Steel Mace 101 in Oakland if that's what you're interested in. Have a good day, everybody. Peace.